0: Dink it. Cheers and spill it everywhere. I mean, and sip it.
1: No. I thought you didn't like me doing that into the microphone.
0: Doing what? Mouth noises. Food noises. Food food noises are different than drink noises. So
1: slurping is okay. I hate when people slurp than- their soup. <laughs> That's gross.
0: No, slurping your soup is actually a it's a it's a sign that you're enjoying the meal in some cultures. Great. I'm going to start doing that all the time now. So what happens if you slurp out of a boy's ho- uh, never mind. Wow. Anyway, daddy, what is your safe word? <laughs> slurp. <laughs> Welcome back to a five-course meal. I'm the first course.
1: <laughs> I am always the last and hardest.
0: And I in the back is all all the three courses in between. Welcome back to What's Your Favorite. I'm Amp.
1: I'm Miss Christopher. And today, what are we? Are we opening new chapters? Is y- today this is a the new book. beginning? Yep. Yeah. Well, what is the name of this book, Daddy? So you, you're the first chapter. Am I the last chapter? Actually, I'm older than you. You probably will be the last chapter. <laughs> wow, I got morbid. The quick. Sex Education Podcast has
0: got a few kinks. I'm Amp.
1: I'm still Miss Christopher.
0: And today we are talking about. We need. To, we need to talk, Daddy. We need to talk.
1: Are we going to, you have some tea to spill? Should I be slurping? Well, mine, I
0: have a coffee with a little bit, just a little bit of Bailey's in it. Not tons, but just, it's more like Bailey's with a little bit of coffee, if I'm honest.
1: So, Puppy, what's going on in your world? What's new? What's different? How things? What's up? Oh, it's a great cup of coffee.
0: Oh, anyway, we need to talk. Y'all, we need to talk. We're not disappointed. We're just really upset. No. You know know when someone says, "I'm I'm not upset, I'm just disappointed? Yes, you say that all the time. <laughs> it, it's horrible.
1: I hate when you say that.
0: <laughs> well, today I'm not upset. No, you're just disappointed. <laughs> well, no, I'm not even disappointed anymore. So y'all, okay. today, did it, did it, did it, do, do. Wait, or maybe there's is this a sound effect we need? Well, that's not about, bad. Maybe, maybe. Oh my god, no! Don't go through your maybe. soundboard. <laughs> oh, that's how my old job feels, and this is how I feel. Yay! Do you That's want to tell them blossom. why? I, I'm just edging. I'm just edging you the just conversation edging. at this point. So uh, it has been how many years has it been? Oh, going on eight years, I think. We, Seems longer. Oh wow! Um, <laughs>
1: that you started you, this you channel. You weren't even
0: part of the the channel back then. Uh, to I to be fair,
1: but I was. I was there every step of the way.
0: Step by step. You were just my new puppy when you started day. the channel. It's true. And so it's been seven years that we've been doing What's the Safe Word? Um, And I say we as like a collective. Like it wasn't always just me. It wasn't always with daddy. It wasn't even like we've had guests come and go and and, and people come and go and people coming. (laughs) Anyway, today's podcast is about the journey. New beginnings. And old beginnings and closing chapters of this five-course book meal. I still want to know what the name of the book is. What's the name of the book? Uh, What's your book? Oh, like W-A-T-T-A. Can we also talk about that? So the channel name is What's the Safe Word? Yes. The number of times that I've gone and, like, commented, so, like, it's more prevalent recently on Twitch because I don't know if you guys watch Twitch. We have a Twitch. Watch our Twitch. But whenever you go into a Twitch chat and you, like, say something and people recognize you by your name and they just kind of word vomit because their streamers just word vomit they just say whatever's on their mind okay daddy's really good at it and says too much sometimes but like i'll comment and the person be like oh what's the safe word but really what's the safe word and then they'll, they'll kind of think about it a second I'm like oh wait it's in the name watts is the safe word and that from the very beginning was always just kind of the joke and, like, sure. no one ever got it.
1: But what nobody gets a lot when they hear it orally, the name, is they think it's W-H-A-T-S. They don't get it that it's Watts W-A-T-T-S. Yeah.
0: And then they further don't understand that my name is Amp and Bolt, who was also actively involved is electric names and it we're on the internet which requires like technology and electric it was all too, it was always just a joke it was all one big pun
1: yeah no and now i i feel like i need um an electric name too to keep the channel alive and 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 the voltage <laughs> up there so should i have a, should my should my pony name be volt
0: no <laughs> no <laughs> I, uh, nay, I'm gonna say you don't nay want something that electric
1: nay. I should have I should have some Electrifying like uh, I don't know I don't know zap short circuit I could be short circuit it,
0: that could be <laughs> <laughs> Your pony name is sh- short, and circuit. short circuits bringing up the rear <laughs> <laughs> Zap <laughs> Instead of on, Instead of good, riding right? crop you just get zapped You get zap. hazed in the butt yeah. to make yeah, you go yeah, faster yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I've been I didn't know that electro was an electro option play, yeah. I can zap you in the butt when you're being bad If you have the right plug in sure Oh, I don't need a plug. I have so many. I have little <laughs> tasers. I got who's it's and what's it's galore. You want thingamabobs? Okay. I got 20.
1: Um, but who cares? Anyway, so it's what's the safe word. No W-A-T-T-S. But, you know, we've fixed that problem because I I bought the URL.
0: More. Go
1: ahead. I bought the URL, uh, what's the safe word, just a few months ago, actually. Uh, so people who are confused or hearing us for the first time, will go to our website, even if they do W-H-A-T-S,
0: the safe word. And that's why we have sound effects. Daddy magic. 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 That is daddy <laughs>
1: magic right there, y'all. Daddy's always thinking.
0: So, uh, two weeks ago, as of like yesterday, we'll say, um, I did what what is called turning in your two weeks. Oh. And so... I have been doing this content creation thing with the help of many people over the last eight years, and I actually went back and uh, looked at my first tweet, which I think is really funny. Anyway, what does it say? I'll I'll get to that. Okay. Um, I actually don't remember what it says. It might not have even said anything. Okay. Um, it was just a picture of my butt because it was <laughs> I was uh, I was the butt of the joke Were from you the get go. <laughs> no, it wasn't plugged. It was actually at a gym in Bellevue. I remember this gym because it was the rattiest gym ever. And I went there with a friend of a friend um, who was like kinky and like, we were friends with benefits, but I just remember taking that picture because it was like a few weeks before IML of that year. Mm -hmm. And I I should really find out what it said, but it was something stupid. Like it was a pun about butts. I know it was a pun about butts and I I can see the picture in my mind. It was a nice, nasty pig jockstrap. That was my very first tweet. And
1: what that was a tweet from pup amp account or the what's the safer account?
0: No, that was a tweet from the Tyler rush triple X account. Oh, that's
1: right. So your poor name when I met you was mm-hmm, Tyler rush. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you had a puppy name, which I couldn't remember because I, I got a pup, a dog tag for you. Yeah. And I literally had to ask you what your pup name was when I was ordering it. Cause I didn't know.
0: Well, it was back in the day, but yeah, but, you know, the puppy name now, I hope, uh,
1: Tyler what? rush. no, Amp. Yeah. Oh, amp, oh my amp. God.
0: What? <laughs> okay. Cancel the, the podcast. Delete it. Delete it. <laughs> I cannot believe you. I'm kidding. Sorry, I was wrong. Sound effect. There we go.
1: I am kidding. I can't believe you don't know your soundboard after all eight years.
0: Well, for the Patreon people that are watching <laughs> the video, they can see that it's now a different... I can't reach my soundboard right now. We're fixing things. We're, we're working it out. But uh-huh. I officially uh, quit my job.
1: So... Maybe you need to tell people what you did that you had a job. Maybe people don't know you had a job.
0: Well, so here's this is kind of the long end of it, the long, big back end of it. Um, is the last seven years of doing what's a safe word and creating content. I've always had a full time job in some fashion. Um, mm-hmm. I was a game designer back when uh the what's a safe word uh, yes, and you
1: love to remind us about that on Twitch every single week. Game
0: designer. I but well and some of us just mock the fact that I had a job in game. That would I, be me. Yes. No, we got we know that. <laughs> um then I did I did work at like oh what was in between that? I did some game design for a bit. Mm-hmm. I did the sex work stuff for a bit and doing social media. But you didn't live I,
1: off the sex work. No You had no. a full time job.
0: Yeah, correct. Always I, had a full time job. Yes. And I was also doing what's the safe word at the same time, but I would I would be doing traveling and doing gigs and events in other states and And we even went overseas sometimes. And then I also did some work for um, some very big tech companies doing the social media for them. And so I was active and doing social media both professionally, but also extracurricularly. Sure. If I can say that, extracurricularly.
1: So how much time were you spending on a, a week on each
0: um, I mean, I was doing the, the normal nine-five. Calculated nine to
1: five. your time, so you're doing forty hours a week. At, and at least, okay. At can least. Can, I, can I say? Can I interrupt it with my dad tea for a second?
0: Oh wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, daddy, daddy,
1: and this wasn't even daddy,
0: it. No, no, no. Too late. The, the intro is playing.
1: Okay, so I I'm going to talk about myself for a, a second, please, please, please. I have not had a full time job myself f- since like 2016. Uh, Colt Studio was the porn company I was working with, and they laid me off because nobody's buying porn. And so I haven't had a, a full time job. Um, but, and how big a but? That was a nine to five job, right? And do you remember the movie Nine to Five?
0: Yes, we watched but it. With Dolly pardon Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not
1: so to 9 to 5 used to be the norm. And you usually got an hour break, right? So watching you do corporate work and you would get up at 7.38, get on your first meeting.
0: 7.38, exactly, on the dot. 7.38. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> and then you, you would work all day. You would barely take a lunch um and if you did you did so at your desk with the computer running and and probably still answering emails and doing other shit and then you wouldn't get done till 6 or 7 when did that become the normal hours of a work day here in america salary
0: it's, w- when you're working salary
1: no i know tech. but they expected you to start your day at 8
0: yeah correct yeah every so day
1: when did they push it from 9 to 8 that's what i want to know and that's my tea
0: well So, so I mean, like, so I, again, I worked a few different jobs over the last couple of years. Uh, Mr. S, corporate stuff, um, game design stuff. It wasn't so bad if you weren't salaried. Now, the second you go salary, like a company will like twist and get every little juice of minutes of hours out of you. And so for this last job that yeah, I worked,
1: even here in San Francisco, they pick up like the high tech firms, they pick up people in Google buses and stuff to drive their commute so that their employees are online yeah. as they're driving to work. Yeah, nonstop. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: That's crazy talk. <laughs> and so, I mean, so, okay. Today's podcast is about starting over, or not starting over, starting something new. It's the start. Well, you gave up your day job. That's pretty. It feels so right to be here. I was serenading you. Don't look at me like that. I was serenading you with a High School Musical. What could be better?
1: So yeah, so it it is. It's a a new chapter. It's a new beginning, because you're not going to have the security or the overwork of your full time job. Yeah. Because what people don't realize is, then after that, so we. So you grew grew the YouTube channel. I kind of came in when you moved in to San Francisco. And we were trying to put out a video once a week. And we were.
0: We were for a few years. And what people
1: don't understand is to shoot a YouTube video would take two to three to four hours of time. And we usually did that on Saturdays or Sundays.
0: And that didn't involve the scripting and just getting the episode ready beforehand. Pre-production. Yeah.
1: But then you're editing. You would do another twenty hours a week in editing, at least. At least, depending. So that's like a sixty-hour job. Oh, like a the rope,
0: week. the rope videos, the rope tie videos, which YouTube hates and would always restrict. Out the back end. Those the editing of that was maybe ten hours of editing. Like those were easy. Only
1: 10 hours. Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) So so
1: try to get 10 hours in one night. So how many nights would it take you to edit 10 hours?
0: Three nights. Three nights after work. Right. But so can you
1: imagine giving up three nights of week evenings to go have a drink with friends, dude? No, there was no no time for that. Go to the gym.
0: But then you factor in something like a, a vlog which I would ever I would do every once in a while those took about 20 to 30 hours right. to get down so that would be two all nighters probably maybe a saturday all nighter it, it was a lot it's a lot of work to create content and so i'm taking the leap as they say into to full time content creation um, and this last year's taught me a lot about kind of just the, the burnout, like everybody mm-hmm. talks about it. Every YouTuber has gone through it. Every every content creation person in their own capacity has talked about, experienced, or thought about burnout in some way, shape, and form. And so this last year of being at home with COVID, like having this new job in tech and just not getting up from a computer seat, like literally in front of this desk for like- 30 hours sometimes you, you guys
1: would hear me joke about it once in a while i i, I, I used was it and, a joke and he well no <laughs> but you you would get very offended by it uh that i was saying you lived in a, like a mole in a cave because all the windows would be closed and i'm like trying to open cave? up the fresh air to <laughs> let some fresh air in What's wrong with the cave? plants couldn't survive because there's no light
0: i have multiple um, plants still alive thank you
1: anyway see like he gets super this is a super uh uh, triggering. So
0: continue to touch thing. it, please. <laughs> well, touch it. I, I want people to button.
1: understand. Um, it was it was getting to a very unhealthy level. Uh, the amount of time you were working, basically two jobs. True. Right? True. So for me, this is very exciting because when. We looked at the amount of time your normal job took, which I couldn't infringe on, which is fine. Uh, And then your evenings spent um, producing content and editing content and and stuff. That that cut into the time we had to just relax and be with each other. And so your relaxing time got less and less and less and less. And... So your enjoyment levels went down because
0: of that. So, and I just want, I want to put it out there for people that don't, that still might not grasp, like, how much time it takes to create content. Like, if you look at a video that's, like, 15 minutes long, if that, that's about 30 hours of work put into something, whether it's between one person or two. Even then, like, 15 hours a week for a single person, that's a lot to ask to create anything. And so I started working on, you know, every other week we'd put up a video and then we have our podcast of course and then we have Twitch and all these things bring me joy in different ways but in in getting joy from that it's also sucking up time from your normal everyday yeah, so life yeah and i i love i i love creating like as a as a creative person like if a job is not making me feel creative i don't like it i hate it i want to quit it and so like as somebody who to give people a background i used to be a swim instructor for 10 years like at the age of 12 i had a job and i that was teaching and that's where I get my joy of like teaching people things. But like the, the the biggest joys I get is from making people laugh and making people think and then making people's like minds explode when they learn something new about themselves or or about the world. Like I love creating things for other... I love making other people feel creative and, and learn. So like YouTube, podcasts, Twitch, all of that stuff brings me so much joy and sitting at a desk... Working for a corporation that literally could give two shits if I quit Mm. killed me for this last year.
1: Yeah. And on top of all of that, and you've heard us talk about demonetized, demonetized, demonetized. um, For the efforts that you put in creating content, any other normal YouTuber would have had ads running and you would have been monetized and getting a monetary compensation for the hard work you were putting in. Yeah. And you even, you're kind of like Lucy with the football. You kept thinking YouTube was going <laughs> to finally come through at some point And suddenly the money would start coming in from doing this, but that we've learned that's never going to happen. And thank God, because people do recognize how much hard work you put into it and stuff. When we create a Patreon they have really started supporting you. And with if we hadn't had Patreon, I, I think you would have given up a long time ago. Oh, yeah. It's really the patrons who um, and the amount that they contribute to ideas, um, how much um, appreciation they show. That is really what drives you the most. Um, and
0: just a community we've built in our discord through Patreon, too.
1: But it's also what's giving you the security, because I know this is a hard leap to leave a full-time employment knowing what your paycheck's going to be every week. It's really because of Patreon that we're able to do this, or you're able to do this with some sense of security that I'm going to be able to feed myself and pay the rent. So... Thank you to our patrons right now. I just yeah. got to say a huge shout out to you all. Um, And this will allow us to give a lot more attention and time to our patrons, too. Because that was lagging a little bit this past year because f- full time. Yeah. So Well,
0: to be fair, when we first started the Patreon, like... And so here... Like, Patreon not only funds and makes sure that we're able to create content and makes sure that we can buy equipment we need it. It makes sure that we have that security that if we need to travel for content, if we need to go somewhere, if we need to pay for a subscription to a service to make things happen, it, it makes it so it's possible to do all of that. And so I always want to give back to and thank the people. And of course, want to recognize that they make it possible. Um, moving forward, it'll be even more, more important, obviously, because I'm going to be putting a lot more time into everything we do. But I just want to make sure that people feel like they know how much we appreciate them because our content creation is not something that is palatable. It's not advertiser friendly. Like I have, I have a list here. (laughs) Let me just go through, let me just go through this list real quick, daddy. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, in the seven years we've been creating content, eight years now, Uh Um, we've had our channel fully demonetized three times on YouTube. Fully like, demonetized. Like they just went they through and demonetized
1: yep. every video. Stripped that everything. Was there. And then you had to go back and...
0: Talk to lawyers video and to get Video people, to video yeah. to
1: video, get it back, turned back on.
0: Um, currently, yeah. our channel stands at 70% uh, demonetized. So 70% of our 250 videos doesn't get ads or has limited. Um, most of it is not in any recommendations. Only videos from four years ago. Get recommended nowadays because, for whatever reason, the algorithm didn't click something at that time. And this is
1: the contract they have with YouTubers that are supposed to. Mm-hmm. That yeah.
0: Um, we've had two Instagram uh, accounts have been deleted on Instagram. We have had, oh, my Twitter used to get shadow banned every other week, which means that none of our content was shared with our normal people. You had to literally search for us. And even then, sometimes daddy and I wouldn't show up.
1: Which is why we had to separate the Twitter accounts and you don't even put any sexual content on your pup amp Twitter feed. I, on the other hand, <laughs> have no problem with that and do it all the time. And he gets so shadow you, banned. All, oh, I, can't,
0: I can't tag you in my, my own tweets. I know.
1: I, I don't even I don't even try at this point. I'm like, I'm going to put my shit up. I don't care. I'm shadow banned. I get it. If you can't find me on Twitter, it's because you haven't spelled out my entire name. And even then, you might
0: find, yeah. might find it. <laughs> Daddy's lost in the shadow realm and there's no yeah. trap cards to help him. Yeah, but I'm doing fine. Um, uh, TikToks. We have TikToks deleted every once in a while for just being yeah, gay, we kind of gave up. Um, the do you remember Periscope? Oh, I do. Yeah, they deleted us twice. Yeah, um and we've actually lost sponsors because of the content of our channel. So yeah. people don't like sex, and that's fine. You know that that is the the big story here is like that is on the other people who have a problem with sex in this country and in the world, for instance. But that is not something that's going to stop us. Um, no, but so let's
1: see, while we're talking about sponsors, thank God, the Helix Mattress has been wonderful. You know, oh, absolutely. And has done a multiple contract thing with us now.
0: Add a mail from the get-go. And
1: add a mail from the get-go, which makes sense because they're sex toy com- company, so they wouldn't have as much of a problem with our content as others. But, Daddy, but, let's yeah. say
0: that, like, you want to find our content, but you're not able to because, like search engines or maybe you want to watch it and you don't want other people like tracking your information and data, what would you use for such a thing speaking of sponsors?
1: Surfshark? (gasps) Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and thank you for Surfshark for not caring what we talk about and how nasty we get. I, we don't get that. I mean, mm,
0: want to surf on this wave? No. Um, no, Surfshark has been lovely and wonderful, and they've started sponsoring the podcast. So today's sponsor, obviously, is Surfshark. Who thank you, Surfshark. gives you the anonymity. It helps you make sure that your data is safe. It helps you to geolocate and get some price drops depending on where you want to surf. And also allows you to use uh, and get around geoblocks blocks. So that you can watch things like RuPaul's Drag Race on Netflix. You can watch things like my favorite, again, Outlander, which I was able to watch all seasons of by pretending I was overseas. (laughs) Like, Surfshark is not only a lovely sponsor of the show, but a wonderful tool that you can use to save money and just save your data from any of those hackers.
1: They've been a very, very wonderful sponsor, so... Appreciate them.
0: Yeah. And please use the link down below to get your own savings on Surfshark for eighty three percent off and three months for free when you sign up with them with again our link down below and off code Watts. So and thank that's
1: you W A T T S Watts. Lots. Yes. Uh, not <laughs> what <laughs> No.
0: no. They, we haven't we haven't trained them yet. I circled back. Do you <laughs> see that? <laughs> So, big shout out again to Surfshark. We appreciate you, and we love you for being a sponsor of the show, and also for just giving us some lovely, lovely perks when surfing on the internet. Thank you, Surfshark. Surfing on the internet. (laughs) Anyway. Regardless of using a VPN or not.
1: Okay, where else were we cancelled? <laughs> no,
0: that was all. That we no, cancelled. <laughs> I just want I just want to instill like the the sex negative nature that we have on social media to protect the children. When it's honestly should be the the parents' job to to teach children. Like our our audience is 18 and up. If you look at any of mm-hmm. our demographics, whether it's on our podcast through Spotify, iTunes. To, through YouTube or Google Analytics, our audience is 18 to 24. That we is are that not is our targeting huge...
1: children in any way, shape, or form. And nope. then
0: past 24, it like trickles down and there's like less and less people. But it's 18 to 20. Like that is our demographic. And yet we are, are supposed to be deleted from the internet because of the, the children. No. These fucking platforms know exactly how old everyone is and allow kids to get onto YouTube and do- watch the, the terrible things that do, that do exist on the platform. do
1: sweet fuck. Don't say fuck. Oh, you got said fucking.
0: we got deleted. So it's just, it's a matter of like, it's the ridiculousness of allowing kids to get on these platforms on TikTok, on on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. All these platforms have guidelines in place that they just choose to ignore so that they get more users on the platform so they can track more more and mm-hmm. more underage people. And that is the big problem here. The big problem is not the creators who are just trying to make a living and are Honestly, following the rules, If I have to email YouTube they one more time. They even have a different
1: section for kids. They have apps
0: for kids. Yes, <laughs> and yet it, it is the it is the creator's job to make sure the content is palatable for children, or they won't get paid. Is just ridiculous. Right. Like. If I have to email YouTube one more time and ask why one of our videos is age restricted, and then be told, "Well, you're following the rules, but kids exist here, so therefore we have to make sure that your platform yeah. and the content that you are making specifically is rated R because you are adults talking about sex in Which it an educated is, perspective." Usually. Well, that's just—it's just—it breaks my mind. It
1: breaks no, my mind. And if you guys ever had to go through one of these emails chains no. that AMP does on the regular Ooh. every week, they basically they. It's talking to someone not in this country uh, <laughs> who, who gives just a, a blanket list of links. Well, if the, you're having a problem here, you should try this and this oh and this. Oh, my God. This and is... then you reply, We've already tried this and this and this. Look at our case. Da, 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 da. And then they send you another one. It's just this I boilerplate. Literally
0: last week yeah. sent another question because our thumbnail we we are not showing up in search results properly again which has been an issue during our lawsuit since the beginning I emailed them and I said, hey this is still a problem and they're like oh this seems to be a new problem and I no. literally said here's <laughs> here's the months of emails from, from previously and then their response back was oh here try troubleshooting here they sent me a link to something internal at Google they sent me something that they definitely should not have sent me ooh like ooh yeah. To the point where it was, it, oh, it even on my VPN, even on my VPN, <laughs> it still would have been bad. I should not have had access to that, y'all. Don't, Google, you guys are fucking up left and right, but don't send me your private, like, No, links. do. Do, no, 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 I'm fine no, with that. <laughs> that. It just shows the incompetency, A, because they absolutely know everything about me, their Google, mm-hmm. and they couldn't look into the past history we've had with the channel. But B, how incompetent their system is. Preach. No, that, that's all I got. Okay. I... I just, I want to just use this episode to say, first of all, like, this is, we're taking the leap to do content creation full time. take
1: leap? Are you nervous at all?
0: I'm excited. Okay. I woke up today for the first time and I was just like, I can sleep in, I can get up, I can make coffee, and I can immediately start working on things that I care about. I don't yeah. know how to better express that feeling of waking up and hating your job and just feeling like a husk and just... Sitting down and knowing that the people that you are working for honestly don't care about you. They just care about the content that you're making. And even then, they only care enough that they're involved. Like I quit that job and I heard from two people at the company that were like, I'm really sorry to see you go. Yeah. None of my managers. They didn't care. None of the bosses.
1: And you couldn't even tell people you were leaving for two weeks.
0: Well, that's a whole other thing. Like when corporate structure is so bad that you leaving is a problem.
1: But Yikes. what I'm really excited about now, because I was like, okay, how are we going to do this? Because during this time, I, I worked on getting our website up to par and, and modernized and stuff. And uh, I built a booking page for us. And yes. obviously, because of COVID, we're not traveling anywhere. But we we're starting to get requests of, hey, can you judge this contest? Or can you come to our bar in, in the city? And I was like, hmm, the puppy's schedule... I don't know how we're going to do that. I don't know how we're going to, we're going to have to squeeze it in at midnight. And we've done that a couple times. We have. We, we've done a, an all nighter, did oh. an appearance and then came back and you went straight to work. Yep. And um, even our, when we did the Australia trip, you had a really hard time getting time off to do it. Yep. So, I'm kind of excited now that because this is my favorite part of what we do. It's, it's great creating content and shooting in a mic. I like going out and meeting people. I See. like hugging people. I like shaking their hands and listening to their stories. And so I'm really excited now you're going to have the time because I've been able to do this for six years. I, I come and go. This is actually why i didn't get covid because i was traveling without you because you couldn't get the time off <laughs> So, and you got it while i was gone <sighs> thank you but now we're both vaccinated we can travel things are opening up and this is a whole new chapter and a new opportunity to go out and meet and see people that i'm really excited about a whole new- you are just see, and he's never been this musical before. So I'm really happy. I am always <laughs>
0: musical and lovely, and no, I. But also, I just want to say thank you to you, Daddy. Like you've really stepped up this year, and I, I'm sure people can see at least bits and pieces where you've gotten more into content. But you've also taken control of like our merch, mm-hmm. which I'm still active in, like helping design and plan things. But you've you've taken it on yourself to just organize and make sure stuff goes up and promoting. And and this last year has been a lot. Like, I know this last year, I, I know that we're complaining, but, like, I know this last year has been hard for everyone, but, like, For us, it was hard because I was burning the candle at both ends, and I did go through a burnout, which I've never experienced before. And
1: and I think I I covered that up successfully. So for (laughs) for for me, no, listen, for me, this show was something that you did and was your creation and your dream, and you were doing. And I just would come on from time to time as your hilarious daddy, Um, and I didn't so I wasn't thinking this is your show, right? I think the last year, what COVID has done is it, I, as you've been overwhelmed with work and stuff, I've gone, Oh, okay. Well, I am part of the show. I need to step up a little bit and alleviate some of the day-to-day operations from the puppy. And I've actually really enjoyed that. So I like being an integral part of the show now. And we've, we've stepped it up and we've broadened it. You, you, With podcasts, for example. Mm -hmm. So we didn't used to do this weekly. And I was very hesitant at first because I was like, okay, this is going to eat into my time. And I didn't know podcasting. I never listened to podcasts. He still doesn't. Me. But I do now. I do. What I, I you listen do? to some podcasts. Who? Yeah. What? Um. I listen to group therapy. Okay, that's um, music, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll <laughs> I listen to it. musical. Lots.
0: You do li- listen to Dan Savage sometimes.
1: I listen to Dan. I've always listened to Dan Savage. We did
0: start w- listening to Risk and Body Storytelling, I like, friends of the show. We I love like them both
1: both of those. Um, what else? What else? Robert Black has a show, and I, I'm kind of getting oh, not the name of it. I love the Recon podcast. Oh, that's true, that, Sandy. That I got hooked into Sandy's podcast.
0: Please listen to Sandy's episode if you haven't of ours because that was hilarious.
1: Um, So, it just, you made me refocus on this show and in turn, I have started to love it too. To me, it was just kind of a hobby on the side that I did to help you out.
0: And I appreciate that. No. I mean, I, I've... I've learned. If there's one thing I've learned from corporate America, it's management and managing. And while I'm not your manager, I do know how to manage you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't say manage. You know how to
1: handle me. Let's just say this: you're a good, you're I good am, handler. I am your you're person. a pony handler. No,
0: I am your person. That's what that's yeah. what the internet calls like the helpers of internet people. You're my. I am my, your person. You're my person, and you are my person. Okay, and yes. we person each other but sure. we are also in a relationship. No, th- and, and,
1: and that's an interesting aspect as well because we're in a relationship. I was just doing this for the relationship, but it's also a relationship we talk very openly about. Mm-hmm. And since we're out there, our lives are very public. Um, so that's been a new uh, factor for me that's new. I, I'm sure it's new for you, um, is when your relationship is scrutinized so much and also, your relationship—part of your relationship—is putting yourself out there on the weekly. And then, when you didn't have much time, are the 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 times that we did see each other was producing content about our relationship. Yeah. So it's nice to now have some time that actually is for our relationship. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that too.
0: Me too. Um, and not to be like super serious, but like it. It's it's what's the say. word has grown a lot and I am so thankful and I'm so grateful and I don't know how to be more grateful than to just say thank you over and over again to the people that have been involved. And patrons. anytime
1: you grow, you have some growing pains.
0: It's true. It's yeah. true. It's true. And and so like we're we're learning and, and growing through those pains. But that doesn't make me still appreciate. I appreciate you even more for for helping me through that because I was going through that burnout and we both knew it like and you knew that the, the real world job was getting to me. Like when I worked at Mister <laughs> S, which was a real world job, it was very it was very integrated into what we were doing, and it was yeah super sex because positive. it was still
1: sex work. It uh, wasn't as weird it, sex conversation. But then when you went into the corporate world, you would divide those two into okay, now I can turn off this corporate identity and then become the what's the safe word identity. And for me, also, I this has uh, been a really good. Experience For me too, stepping up and taking over some of your duties, I, I actually, I <laughs> said, said duties. duties. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. <laughs> I've actually learned how hard and difficult and time consuming and challenging some of the things I just took for granted that you did all the time. Um, so I have a new founder appreciation for what you do. You appreciate that. Whereas I used to be like tapping my watch. Are you not done yet? Can you get up from the Where's computer? the podcast? Where's, the, podcast? Where's the merch? Why isn't it up? <laughs> Where's the thumbnail? And so now I'm doing it. And so it may not
0: be up on time all the time. So <laughs> sexy. You've never been so attractive, daddy. <laughs> Thank you. My love language, taking care of the merch. <laughs> No, but um, I just want to be super honest and real that like I appreciate people that have have been with us. Whether you've been with us from the beginning, whether you, you've been with us since the Wish episode, which was honestly one of those bigger growing parts of the the mm-hmm. community here, um, whether you were with us through the podcast, I, I'm still amazed when people come and they're like, "I found you, I found your podcast," and then I found out you did a YouTube, and I'm like. Yeah, because we think (laughs) it's the other way around
1: because we've been doing YouTube for so long. Yeah, no, it's, it's interesting. It's opened up new avenues and new doors. But what really what I really what gets me is the stories of the people who give us like shout outs that. How isolated or how alone they felt with the things that we talk about, especially when it comes to fetish and kink, Um, but or even just being gay or, um, you know, just feeling like nobody understood where they're coming from because they didn't have that community around them. We get so isolated in our San Francisco bubble. We just think, oh, everybody's like this and this accepting. No, that's not the way. And some people are miserable because of it because they don't know how to handle it. So that is what really I enjoy. The other thing I really enjoy is I wouldn't realize I'm an old dog at this point, right? So for me, the 80s and 90s were when I came out. mm
0: -hmm. I
1: just assume everybody knows that time and era because I lived it. It's been very interesting getting the perspective through the puppy's eyes and our uh, viewers and listeners who are millennials, Generation Z. All of this stuff is brand new. And so being able to tell my stories and give a, a different perspective of being older has really made me feel good about myself and being able to contribute to people's growth and i enjoy that
0: when i think that what you're t- touching on there is like the things that we take for granted because we used to work at a sex shop we've done sex work mm-hmm. we talk about this literally non-stop like <laughs> i know to the point where like somebody on i was watching a twitch the other day and somebody instead of simping because you can't say the word simp on twitch they I started don't, i don't even know what that word is <laughs> it's like hardcore fangirling but no. or like but you can't say that no, on I twitch say simp. i don't because it's a word that's derogatory on twitch it seems so simple Anyway, so the the creator uses the word shrimp as like a code, and I just jumped in because they're a friend of the show, and I was like, that's a joke, right? Like shrimping, you're you're making a joke, right? And he's like, no, what are you talking about? I was like, "Um, don't Google this right now, but Google Google shrimping later, please, before you start monetizing (laughs) off of the word shrimping. Um, For those that don't know, shrimping is when you are all over the toes and you suck them like shrimp. Yeah. So it's like, it's small things like that or like cleaning Although out. Although I don't know who sucks on shrimp. Cleaning but, yeah. out is still one of our biggest videos on YouTube. And I take that for granted because I'm just like, I know how to clean out, but like right. people don't. Yeah. And it's just being able to have those conversations, whether it's restricted or not. Like, I just appreciate that we make this space because that's why we started the YouTube was I was watching people like Hannah Hart, Davey uh Lindsay Doe, uh, Grace Helbig. Uh, Markiplier I was watching all these people who grew these communities and had lots of overlap with the gays and overlap with kink every once in a while but none of them did the justice that I wanted or felt it needed and so we started the YouTube channel just to be silly and stupid and make people laugh and hopefully teach them at the same time and here we are like I'm still blowing here we are it started with a butt pick on Twitter and look look at it look at look us look now. At <laughs> now. <laughs> But Daddy, <laughs> yes. in the in in the spirit of giving back, I do want to end the podcast. We got a good chunk of time left today by answering people's questions. So okay. I actually sent out a, a tweet earlier that we all okay. retweeted that asked, "What questions have you ever had about content creation, being a creator, or just doing stuff on the internet?" And uh, we have some lovely questions from some of our followers, uh, and I would just love to hear both your take, and I'll I'll, I'll put my take in there as well. Okay. The first question from Tom says, what's the most Hi, basic thing that you need to get started doing content creation? What do you think? Probably a camera. A camera? I'm gonna say um something that makes you different that you're passionate about.
1: Oh, you mean a topic?
0: I, that, that I'm answering uh, the question, however. I, I, I felt, was going technical. Cameras are good. <laughs> you, you, the internet helps
1: <laughs> having good internet connection as you the puppy is complaining every week about. Um yeah I would say just having invest in decent equipment not over the top expensive uh, but uh, and good lighting. Good, Ooh, lighting good lighting is really good good lighting helps <laughs> and pick up your room <laughs> if you're shooting in your room don't shoot at the dirty laundry behind you oh
0: yeah. Okay, Do I have laundry no, no, no. but no. I, I should I just you just call I'm dirty laundry no. how dare <laughs> next question yeah. Comes from Pup Wayward, who asks, how do you design a good template for streaming?
1: Ooh. A good template for streaming? Uh, well, first, I don't know how to stream, so <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pass this one over to you.
0: Well, that's not fair, because technically, our streaming backdrop, which you can see on the the video podcast of your patron right now, or you can see on our some of our YouTube channel stuff, but on all of our Twitch, um, my background has mostly been designed by you. Yeah. So having a good background or having a green screen and just finding a good background to put in there is yeah, also Yeah, but the helpful.
1: problem with green screens is if it's not lit right and they move around a lot, you always get that a little haziness. Well, it's not even the haziness, sometimes it's like they look like you can see through them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, so the haziness? It, it looks <laughs> No, it's it, opaqueness. Um, okay.
0: okay, got it.
1: And they look like they have a green ha- halo.
0: Well, so how do you design a good template?
1: Have enough background behind you? So when, when you're saying template, you mean background?
0: Again, you can take this question however you want. You're going to take the background approach. So, I'm going to take the streaming so approach. So for me,
1: a template is something that you... Is like a cookie cutter yeah. that you use every
0: time. I'm going to say, from a content creation perspective, mm-hmm. look at people... This has been how I have always learned. I have found people that I enjoy the content of that I think they are doing a good job or they're standing out and doing something different and find something similar or or that I can translate into my own and okay. use that. Cuz when I see someone streaming online and I see why are people engaging with them? What what are their commenters commenting about? Why is this person interesting to watch? I'm looking for the gig the gigs, the gags, the the you know, the small little sound effects they use or maybe how they are interacting with like channel points on Twitch or maybe even their backgrounds if they have like different scenes and I'm saying how can I do that but give it my own spin. Okay. Or worst case, there are te- actual templates for streaming that you can pay like monthly or yearly subscriptions to. If you can't do it yourself, pay someone to help you do it. There's nothing wrong with putting a little bit of money into into it to, to help you make more money. Yeah. Yeah. But what about backgrounds? That's what you were going on.
1: Well, so... Y- y- I guess a template for you is what your set is. Uh, have enough distance behind you that you're not casting a shadow on the wall. Oh, good. Um, have a backlight. Backlight helps a lot. Look, see the puppy. See, see his Oh, Look hair. at the patrons. will go dark when I do Ooh. this. Yeah. Backlight <laughs> gives him separation from the background. But this is all stuff I learned in video uh, production.
0: Yeah. Take some video production classes. If you're yeah. if you're still in college or, or high school, do that. Yeah, I like this question. This one comes from, that last question was on Pup Wayward. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. But this question comes from Sweet and Umami. Ooh, I love some Umami. <laughs> Who asks, how did you learn to edit your videos and what equipment do you need? And how big was the fear of not making it? That is a lot of questions. So...
1: I haven't done editing since the '90s. Oh God! So this question is more for love you. This already, love this already. Because no, tell me
0: about editing in the '90s, though.
1: Oh, we used to shoot shoot on uh, SP Beta. Bless um, you. And then, so we'd have to go reel to reel, which means you'd have the tape in two different decks, and then you had this mixer that you would fast forward the tape, the source tape. And then you would punch in the where you want to cut on that, and then you would have to fast forward the second source tape, and then you when you found your cut there, then you'd have to record oh my th- God. you'd have to record that onto a third master tape. Yikes. So you're watching something over and over because you had to have take the time of rec- laying it down on tape a third time.
0: Um, it was very tedious. Wow. Yeah. Meanwhile, I do it electronically now. Um I <laughs> pretty still much, complain about how much time the, it takes. Well, pretty <laughs> much the same process. I'm just cutting it with shortcuts. Like I I have so I guess the big the big question being asked is how did I learn to do all of it? Mm-hmm. I just I watched uh, well, so I went to I went to school for video game design and we did have to take basic classes in After Effects and uh, Premiere and Photoshop and Illustrator. Although I did go into school with years of Illustrator and Photoshop under my belt to the point where I actually helped a teacher teach a class once because he didn't know the class he was teaching. That was funny.
1: I did that in college with AutoCAD.
0: But I took that basic knowledge of classes where I pretty much had to teach myself to begin with. I literally just paid for a degree and we were given projects and we had to do the projects. Um, and just watched YouTube tutorials every week. Like if you watch the first YouTube videos that we did, they were very basic. They were very basic. There were just cuts. Mm-hmm. There were slates. There was text every once in a while. But as we went through every episode that were I edited.
1: Pumpkin spice. Basic. Pumpkin
0: spice basic. Oh, I love that callback. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yes. Wait, wait, wait. Here, I have a sound effect for this. Oh my God. So funny. Um, <laughs> gorgeous puns. Now, now I puns. feel like you me, like, but whatever. <laughs> thank you pumpkin for that oh god <laughs> so what i did personally is i gave myself something that i wanted to do in an episode so if it was a, if it was about water i wanted to figure out how to make a little ripply water effect during the episode at some point if it was about fire i would add little fire effects if it was about something else stupid i'd learn how to green screen something like it, i gave myself personal little projects in every episode until i just learned how to put all these things together and all these skills in, in Premiere editing and just it, I taught myself slowly. So
1: I can do iMovie now,
0: Ooh, but
1: I can only have two things that I'm editing, yeah, yeah. Two, two, two sources. Mm.
0: Yeah. Just teach yourself slowly. Being self-taught, you're always going to remember it more than if you had to go through a class. That's yep. my biggest one. And then as far as buying equipment, same thing. Look at who you like. I kind of gave this pointer earlier. Look at the people you like, see what equipment they use. I used to watch Casey Neistat and Markiplier and I would always like kind of look and see if they ever posted what stuff they used. People do that all the time.
1: I remember when we started doing podcasts two years ago or yeah. was it three? You and I were sharing the same microphone. Oh you remember my god! That? <laughs> we, and we would have to get really close to the table
0: and talk. And
1: I was like, "I hate this! I hate this! I hate this!" <laughs> and you're like, "No, but it's fun, Daddy. Just
0: talk closer to the mic." <laughs> Look, like, and ah, now we have a table. I can't. Be you, you have your own closer. microphone. Yes, you can hear yourself. With my microphone
1: stands. We've come a long way, baby. Do you remember those commercials? cigarette commercials You've come a long way, baby. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's targeted at women, but yeah, okay
0: okay next question yeah um comes from tam who says how do you cope with the uncertainty of every month to month income so much (laughs) depends on uh a word i think they misspelled that um so much depends on viewing audiences sponsors etc so
1: that's gonna be new for you it's true um
0: i'm going to oh did you have an answer
1: No, I've done it a lot longer than you. I have been basically a free, I had um, a full-time salaried job for about 15 years, but the rest of my adult life, I either owned my own business um, or I freelanced. And in the world of freelancing, it is feast or famine. So you have to save up a little bit of money. Um, to get you through those famines. And as always, when you think you're never going to find another job, that's when it comes. <laughs> it's it's oh. always that way. Just when you're just like, oh shit, how am I going to get through the next two weeks? A job will pop up. Um,
0: and for me, it was working a full-time job and then doing YouTube as a quote-unquote hobby that was really its own full-time job. That's That was the reason I never did full-time content creation was the uncertainty of creating, but it's been through the support of our community, through mm-hmm. diversifying what we do with podcasts, Patreon, Twitch, mostly Patreon. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, no, it's and 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 what it has happened is we've gone long enough at this point that we can watch the Patreon and and see what its cycles are because people join and don't join uh, given their income levels yeah. and and interest. But we've gotten to this point where we can pretty much consistently judge what's going to be on. Thankfully, yeah. So that gives you a little bit of uh, a security in knowledge. But yeah,
0: but what my professional opinion is going to be is uh, just do it. Mm-hmm. I it my if I could talk to myself eight years ago when this first started, I would have said. Girl, what the fuck are you waiting for? You should have started this mm-hmm. 2 years ago. You would be doing so much better. Your mm-hmm. following would have been amazing. The algorithm never would have demonetized you at the get-go. You should have just done it. Now looking at it, I'm still going to say just do it. If you are afraid, there's always going to be fear. There's always going to be fear and this is me giving you a pep talk to say, "What the fuck mm-hmm. are you waiting for? Create content that you want to be seen. Otherwise, no create no content's going to be created that you want." Right. Like, yeah, follow some trends. You know, we have other questions here that's like, "How do you choose topics?" I'm going to say use your Google AdWords if that's helpful to find topics that are trending. But honestly, we did a video. What, what's what been some really interesting or surprising videos that have done super well, do you think? Can well, any come to mind? Um, uh, I have a few. Let, let, I'll go first okay. while you think. One of, the, one of the videos within the last year that has blown my mind was the tour video, the home tour videos that we oh, did. Oh, yeah. Everybody loved that. I, w- I it would was, never have thought that. I had just moved and had cleaned up my space, and it looked cute. And I was like, Daddy, let's just do a tour of my place and your place because we're, we're quarantined right now. We can't really go anywhere and do anything crazy. Also, I think our places are cute. And yeah. you had just finished, like, renovating your place. That video did so freaking well, and I never knew why there was no algorithm yeah, thing that, that magically like popped it it just popped and then everybody loved it yeah or- we got lots
1: of comments on that um like but some some of it are things that actually occur in our natural lives. So yeah. like one of my favorite video was the shaving video where we were talking about hair and that's because I had just done the shaving scene. So I was all excited about it and it was top of mind. Um, and so the puppy always asked me every week, do you have any uh, suggestions for what we should talk about this week? And my response is usually no. Uh, <laughs> and then he has to come up with it. Uh, but that was what I was excited about or the cigars or things that happen in our lives or even around us we're like "Ooh, that that'd be a great one great topic yeah. and then the other is patreons and other people who write us and say hey have you seen so and so we'd love to know what your thoughts are on them um and and so we get topic ideas from that now that being said i do have to say because there are so many freaking platforms, and you know, we both have personal Twitters and what's the safe word Twitters and Instagrams and da-da-da. We get messages all the time on a myriad of <laughs> platforms. And some of them are just like, hey, great, we we love what you do, just giving you a little support and love, which is great. We don't have the time to reply to all of them. And then some of them are just really deep four paragraph. 10 page, this is happening to me in my life. What advice would you give? We unfortunately cannot answer all of those. We just don't have the bandwidth or the time. Um, But if you do have that type of message, please go to Patreon and do it. That is the one area we do check all all the time. And that is where we would have more time to answer those types of questions. Um, If you're just giving us, asking us question like that on Instagram, it's probably not gonna get re- replied to unfortunately.
0: I not that I don't agree. What where are we, did we answer the question? What question are we on?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I I'm just so went off confused. on a daddy tangent. You were no you were asking us how do we come up with topics. Oh
0: okay. So oh, and that's comes, how we come up with topics it comes
1: from people. Yes. But I'm also saying if you have <laughs> Heartfelt questions you need answered. Don't do it on Instagram or Twitter messages. Got it. Do, do it. Uh-huh. I mean, you can give us suggestions, but we're not going to be able to do a very in-depth reply there. Anyway, great. Sorry, that was a- I went off on a dad tea. <laughs>
0: dad tea. Wow. Um, okay. You're last welcome. question comes from Scotty. Uh, and if yeah. you want to ask us questions again, you can't ask us. But this is the last question day on the podcast. Okay. How do you keep your patience without tearing Daddy Christopher's shirt off and not have him bust your hole open? I know it's a little rated R, but me and my <laughs> husband thought of doing so. But when I turn the cameras on, he has other plans. Wait. How do I keep my, my hands off of you while we shoot stuff? Yeah, but, but wait.
1: They want to do it as well, but they have other
0: plans? Maybe I don't so- keep my hands off of him. Yeah. And actually... We have other R-rated, but well, I mean, we have we have content creation on other platforms yeah, too. Yeah, so we do. Mm-hmm. I have an
1: OnlyFans and Adjust for Fans, and um, that's actually where my bread and butter you're is. The only one? Yeah, I know, and you do too. I do too. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> and I guess this is being the end of the podcast. That was a delayed sound effect, but thank you. <laughs>
1: you know, but you're supposed to put your hands on me. Oh, sorry. Let me let me let me hit the sound effect again let to tear my shirt off. Tear my shirt off. Yeah. Oh ooh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Oh no! Tweak, don't tweak. don't
0: read, don't rip <laughs> that.
1: This is my favorite shirt.
0: It's a very cute shirt, which you can get at safewordshop.com. <laughs> I I feel like the question, even if it is somewhat um, R-rated, we have boundaries depending on where we're shooting and what we're shooting. But we also post bloopers and behind the scenes on Patreon, and we post not uh, not edited, very sexual things on. Uh, are just for fans and is my guys. We have
1: sexual fan platforms that we still, we're not ashamed of them. No. But we do have to, for the reason you just cited with YouTube and and stuff, saying you you don't mix sex and kids, we do keep our our out front life for what's the safe word on the PG side. Yeah. Otherwise, we will be shadowed banned and we won't be able to get our message out there. We still are, but Uh, for the record... Sex
0: education is not porn.
1: It's a a tap dance that we have to tap in order to be able to use these free platforms to get our message out. True. So we keep the sexy times to our other fan sites. uh, And we keep the sex education stuff. To...
0: The other fans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> platforms. If you want to follow us, though, and I think this is the perfect segue, Daddy, where can people find you and your content?
1: Uh, if you want to follow my Twitter feed, it is Christopher Weston with a K, and that's what all my fan platforms are. Um, the Sexy Time fan platforms are all christopher weston with a k uh and then if you want to do like instagram facebook that's mr christopher weston
0: and if you want to find me i'm pup amp on all the things we have what's the safe word on twitch where we go live about four times a week we have what's the safe word on the youtubes which we will be posting regular content every week yes
1: i'm just going to interrupt we didn't even touch on twitch and what that is and where that's going
0: well, maybe we'll have to have another episode with someone from Twitch in the future. We'll do, we'll do a, a Twitch touch. Uh, a touching yeah. Twitch. Twitchy touch. <laughs> so funny. So funny. <laughs> I love it here. And you can find uh, the podcast, obviously, What's Your Safe Word on all the podcasting platforms. Um, beyond that, though, all of our links are down below. We just want to say thank you one more time to our followers, our people that support us, everybody that just puts their time and, and energy out there for us. And we, we hope that we can... Make you guys feel loved and, and accepted and have a place to exist that that didn't exist before.
1: Seriously, guys, I can't thank you enough for us being able to get to this place to do this, yeah. um, especially for you. I mean, I just, the, y- y- your last day was a few days ago, and I already see this huge weight lifted off your shoulder um, What's that supposed to mean? Yeah. Huh? What? So what do you mean? What do you it, mean? It's 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 bringing some joy back into your personal life, our life together, yeah. and um, the content that we're able to create for other people. Um, so I'm very excited about this next chapter, and and. As things open up, if you have an event in your town and you want to uh, book us to come, uh, just go to what's the safe Uh There's a bookings page, and you can contact us.
0: And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Twitch touch. What do you mean I'm not joyful? <laughs> what do you mean, huh? Huh? What does that mean? <laughs> I'll touch you now. I'll, I'll rip <laughs> your shirt off now. <laughs> huh? You're supposed to be playful. You're I mean, I love puppy. you. Let <laughs> me rip your shirt off. <laughs>